Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. I want to let you know that we have a very special event taking place in October in Columbus. The title of the event is Transformed, Desire Beauty and the Attachment Love of God. We're going to have some great speakers there. Uh, Kurt Thompson, Pete Kuyper, Ann Halley, uh, Neil Seiler, Joe High, Pavi Thomas, myself. We're going to come together and talk about these themes and position ourselves for really something special before the Lord. You can go onto our website. You can find out information about this special event. Uh, There's even an early bird registration. I hope you'll look at it because I'm anticipating it being something really special where the Lord's going to meet us in an amazing way. Let's pray. Father, we pray that today as we spend this time with you, that your Holy Spirit would speak to our hearts, that you will guide us, that you will direct us. You are good, Lord, and all that you do is good. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm sure it's true with you as it is with me. A lot of friends are going through some really tough times. I pray for them every day. Marriages that are, well, frankly, really struggling. Some people that have health crises that are a real challenge. Some other individuals that are dealing with tensions at work or the absence of employment. These are a real struggles. Just today, a good friend of mine that I've known my whole life told me that he's been struggling with long COVID, that he's already all the way down to 150 pounds, and that uh, he's going to have to spend some time at Cleveland Clinic. And I'm going to pray for him every single day that the Lord meets him in a tremendous way. You know, look, this is one of the realities of life as we know it. We all go through periods when things are very difficult. It's, it's the reality and the experience of life. Some people seem to have more troubles than others. Some problems are short-term, we're going to get over them. Other problems are long-term, and that's going to be a, a long struggle. And... What I've been thinking about is not only praying for these individuals and hoping that they have the opportunity to get great care, whether it's counseling or uh, medical treatment or uh, direction regarding their own lives, but I also pray that in the midst of this, they can meet the Lord and find the purposes of the Lord somewhere in the midst of these, these real difficulties. Now, how we respond, well, it, it, it does make a difference. We all have the freedom to cry out in our lament before God and tell him how we don't like what's going on. But there's some other dynamics of response that I think are worth looking at. And I've kind of watched my own life. I've done all of this in mine and watched the lives of others. And I can see that when difficulties come, especially those difficulties that linger for a season, that we often have one of three responses. For some people, when the trials come, they try to break away from them. They, in some way, seeks to avoid what's going on, or they give up, or they turn to painkillers, and they just throw up their hands and say, I I can't deal with this. 
and we've seen that happen. Marriages go into tough times. Mine has, yours has, other people's have. If you are married and there are a lot of people that just, okay, that's it. I just give up on it. Or they ignore it. They deny it. Or they do things to take their mind off of it. And I call that just breaking away from the problem, disconnecting from the problem, and not really addressing what's going on. There are other people, they don't break away in the midst of difficulty. They actually, they experience a breakdown. I've had that. Where difficulty comes no matter what form and despair sets in, disappointment, depression, which is really known as occasional depression. Occasional not meaning it happens occasionally, but it's an occasion that brings it on. And so what they tend to do is just withdraw from life. Some of this becomes biochemical. They begin to sleep, move away from relationships. Instead of thriving in life, they're barely surviving in life. And breakdown comes, and it's really, really hard. And then there are other people that in the midst of their struggles, it seems as though they break through. They don't break away, they don't break down, they break through. Now, breakthrough doesn't mean that they get over it. It means that somehow they begin to grow through it. And if and when it ends, they look back and realize something's been shaped in them. Something is changed in them. It's not the same anymore. Now, if you're like I am, you can probably look at the circumstances of your life and be able to say, here's some places where I, I just broke away from the problem and discounted it and disconnected from it and killed all the pain. Here's a place where I really went through a long season. It was a breakdown. I experienced despair and depression. But you bet you can find other places where you can put your finger on and say, you know what? As hard as that was, I experienced a breakthrough. Something changed in me. I don't approach life as I did before. Things are not the same. Somehow I was able to offer it to God and he came in the midst of it and he used it to actually shape me. Now I want to talk about an Old Testament character named Hezekiah. And Hezekiah was king and certainly he faced many, many challenges. But in chapter 38 of the book of Isaiah, it talks about the fact that he became ill to the point of death, the Bible says. And Isaiah the prophet came and told him that he was to prepare his house because he was going to die. And the Bible says that Hezekiah turned toward the Lord and he began to pray. And the Lord said to Isaiah, go back to him and tell him, I'm going to add 15 years to your life. And then there's a bit of a description of how he experienced his recovery and so forth. But then there is this passage of scripture that begins in verse 16. It says this, Lord, by such things people live. By such things people live. This, this is the way some people experience life. It, it brings these kinds of difficulty. And he had said in the verse before it, I'm going to walk humbly all the rest of my years because of the anguish that I experienced in my illness and in my recognition that my illness was going to lead to death. 
He then said this, you, Lord, you did restore me to health and you let me live. And that was for my benefit. But it was also for my benefit that I suffered this anguish. It was also for my benefit that I suffered this anguish. How many times we've heard individuals go through a difficult time and then they come back and said, I don't want to ever go through that again, but going through it changed my life. I've had that experience more than once. And, and for those individuals, they, they had to cry out to the Lord at some point, not only saying how much it hurt, but Lord, I need your strength in the midst of this. I need you to use even this. Use even the difficulty that's going on between my spouse and myself. Use even this illness. Use even this loss of employment. Use even this relationship tension to change me, to do something in me, to allow me to reflect your glory all the more. And that's what happens here in this story in Hezekiah. Hezekiah is basically saying, Lord, I suffered. You brought this anguish upon me, but I will forever, this day forward, walk humbly before you. Because he remembered what he went through and that he allowed the Lord to use it. Now, now remember, something I say all the time is that you still get to go before the Lord, tell him that you don't like this struggle, pray for him to deliver you, but in the midst of it, add one other prayer, and that is, Lord, use this somehow to change me, to shape me, to help me see the world from your perspective, to have a heart for the broken, to be more dependent upon you. It's not an easy prayer, but I think it is an important prayer. Use even this. I know I've mentioned Viktor Frankl before, a renowned psychologist who had suffered the, the difficulties of Auschwitz. And he went on to talk about his therapy and developed a mode of helping people. And, and I've brought this up before that he, he talked about why did some people survive and other people did not survive? And he said it wasn't always the strongest that survived. And he kind of divided people into three categories, individuals who had lived their life for pleasure, individuals who had lived their life for power, and individuals who lived their lives to find greater meaning to their lives. I began to think about that. I wonder if that's not also true of what I'm sharing here, that people who are really looking just for pleasure in life, for the good time, for things to always be easy, to satisfy you know, their basic hungers and thirsts, that when difficulty comes, they're the folks that break away. They try to kill the pain or they run away from the circumstance and they don't grow through it. And I wonder if people who seek power, they're going to manipulate their world and control their world. I wonder if they're not the people that often break down 
They're no longer in control. Their disappointment takes over them and disappointment goes to depression and then desolation because they feel like if they're not in control, there is nothing but being out of control, not understanding God's control. But I wonder if this other category, the category of finding meaning in the midst of difficulty isn't what happens for people who break through. They break through in the difficulty not simply to get over it again, but to grow through it. I know that about four years ago, not about, four years ago plus, I had a great vocational struggle and disappointment. The Lord simply asked me, can you drink this cup? And basically whispered into my heart that if I followed through this the way he would guide, that I would be changed. And I can say four and a half years later, four plus years later, I've discovered that to be completely true. And it was his strength and his word that sustained me. It wasn't anything special inside of me, but I think this is important. And I think about all these individuals and I'm gonna pray for them. I do pray for them every day. I often visualize individuals having the healing light of Christ come into their circumstance. But I also pray that they have the strength to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, use even this. Use even this difficulty to shape me, to help me grow. Why don't you think about that? Let's look at the difficulties we face in life. Let's encourage one another to find the strength of Christ there. And on the other side, give him thanks, like Hezekiah did to say, now I'll walk more humbly because of the anguish you brought upon me. Lord, guide us through this, we pray. These are not easy times, but may we find you there. And may we discover that there is something even more important than solving our problems, and that is meeting you in the midst of them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.